0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Reformed Dissenters, the show where Reformed Christians dissent against popular ideas of culture by asserting a biblical worldview. I'm Bruce Johnson, joined, of course, by my brother Jacob Johnson.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: And today is Discussion Topic Friday. Yes, I am in yet another location. I think it's safe to assume every episode i will be in a new place it's kind of like a where's waldo situation so um if you're ever curious and you're like huh i wonder if bruce is going to be in a new location today the answer is yes um (laughs) and uh for the next couple of months uh i will be in a different location quite a few times so my living situation is very much in flux and um I'm not homeless per se. I have a lot of friends. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yes. That's a good uh, way to look at it.
0: (laughs) And uh, yeah. And sometimes I pay them a visit. (laughs) More like I have a lot of, God has put a lot of really great people in my life uh, who give me uh, tremendous accommodations. And now I have an entire floor to myself and several rooms and a Nice bedroom and an office space and a semi studio esque place. And it's just, you know, God is good. So today's episode is going to be a discussion topic, hence the name. Um, might be a little shorter, just uh, things are hectic Maybe. for both of us. Jake started his culinary school this week, which, dude, uh, well, on that. I involved, um,
1: I signed up. I have not okay. started yet. I start okay. July 12th. That's the first, first class. So yes, I am super excited.
0: I'll bet. I'll bet. Um, I started my job this week on Monday as well, my brand new job, um, after having two months kind of pause on the whole career thing. So started that. Um, and I'm actually now the senior program educator for a, um, online bootcamp for software engineering. So I kind of manage the software engineering department, which is a lot of fun. So it's great. Um, so yeah, this has been a crazy week. Um, On top of moving, on top of everything else. So this episode is just going to be a little shorter. But we're going to be discussing some interesting things today. What we really want to discuss, and this is all Jacob, by the way. He came up with this idea. And I I was like, dude, that's tremendously brilliant. Let's take it and run. It
1: Um, it stems off of Monday's episode. In my short little excerpt. uh, My slightly theological warm-up, as we want to call it. Theological warm-up. I like it. So, uh, Yeah. But... You know, I don't know. Do you want me to introduce it?
0: You came up with okay. it. You get the privilege of okay. like a five second intro. Go for it. Then. Yeah.
1: So just just a I, I, just I a don't want to go theory. in with the full intro right now. Uh, I wish we could make this that make what I want to say the title because I would think that would make it really cool. But title. yeah, well, not this, not this right now, <laughs> but um, <laughs> Uh. But I did do want to say that this episode, first of all, is coming off of our Monday episode where I talked about how do we know who the enemy is? Who is our enemy, right? Because on Monday, I was saying that the Republican Party was our enemy. And I will speak more on that. So hopefully Ooh. I didn't do too long of a intro there. So go ahead, Bruce.
0: We'll be getting into all of that. Yes. Yeah, so. There's more to that conversation, and it goes very deep. And there are some interesting facets we're going to explore for about 15 to 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, again, it's meant to stimulate a conversation amongst you as well as the audience. So um, please do that. Send us emails. So, All right. Before we get into that, we have to do what we always do, which is talk about our verse of the week. Our verse this week is Psalm 119. Verses 97 and 98. So this passage says, Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies, for it is ever with me. Again, that's Psalm 119, verses 97 and 98. So this passage is. It's 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 not an uncommon passage, but it's not super well-known either. I'd say it's, it's one of the in-between passages in terms of popularity, if you can rate things as such, uh, which seems ridiculous. But anyways, um, <clears throat> we talked a lot. I mean, Jacob did a brilliant job breaking down, um, applying the Word of God to all areas of life. You know, talking about it's the meditation all the day, but what does that actually mean? And he talked so much more about that on Wednesday. So if you missed that, go check it out. And then... On Monday, I talked a little bit more about how God's law gives us wisdom. How we should love His law. How it's the thing that we should be excited about. We shouldn't look at the Old Testament. You know, I was standing in line to get ice cream for like forty-five <laughs> minutes this week. Anyways, that's not I remember the story. that. Yeah. So I, I overheard <laughs> some conversations here in, in Rapid City, and some of the interesting. One of the interesting things I heard was someone behind me. Here's the thing you have to know about South Dakota. <laughs> it's chock full of Christians. I mean, literally, mm-hmm. like the whole state is Christian. Okay, and, and it's one of those Christian and name only things you hear us talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. They all go to church. That's the problem. The caliber of churches they all go to are the worst kind. They are the milk of the word, basic, limited, truncated mm-hmm. gospel message that doesn't affect your life. Yep. That's a huge problem. And South Dakota is a brilliant, brilliant example of that. Anywho, I heard so many people talking about church things and the Bible and their different perspectives on the Bible. And oh my goodness, let me tell you, I heard some interesting conversations. One of them, <clears throat> this one person was talking about tattoos, which was like, "Oh, okay, this is interesting. Let me listen in." just, <laughs> <Which is, laughs> it's horrible. I'm admitting to be a, a horrible eavesdropper here, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, I want to hear what they're saying." Um, so, so they were, like, <laughs> they were talking about. And I swear this isn't gossiping. Um, It's just an interesting observation. They were talking about how, you know, it's right to get tattoos. And if people as Christians say that you shouldn't, it's legalistic and all this stuff. And I was like, all right, I'm tracking with this. You know, we're, we're kind of on the same page here. I follow. And then they get to the part where they're like, yeah, so I was talking to my mom and she brought up this one verse in Leviticus that says, don't mark your body. And I had to tell her the Old Testament law doesn't apply anymore today. We shouldn't look at the Old Testament law. It's not, it's this, it's yada, yada. We have the New Testament, yada, yada, all this stuff. And I was like, dude, do you know what you've just done? You just took something that the psalmist says is beautiful, is lovely, makes you wiser than your enemies. And you chucked it out the window Hmm. faster than you can say, I hate God's law. Like, that's just... Do you know what you've just done? And I'm sure it's not intentional, but that's what you do when you say the Old Testament law doesn't apply today. He was like, it's abolished. It's gone. And that's something we have to make clear. The Old Testament law has never been abolished. Christ said, I've not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill. That's a dramatic difference. The law, if it were abolished, would mean that it was wrong and it needed to be done away with. But that's not what we see. Christ says, I have fulfilled it, which means the law was, was good, but Christ is better. We see in the Hebrews, we're in the new covenant. And what is so great about this new covenant? It's built on better promises. That doesn't mean the old ones were wrong or bad or should be thrown out the window or we shouldn't study them anymore. It means we have better now. We have the fulfillment now. We understand then in part now almost in the whole, right? So there's there's so much of the Old Testament that is beautiful and glorious. And the psalmist here is referring to that. This is not what I wanted to talk about today, but this is where this went. So let me just say <laughs> what I actually wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll take 30 seconds, and then, Jake, you can take it away. So I, I swear, I'm sorry. Um, I just That came to mind, and I was like, I have to talk about this because it was kind of interesting. <laughs> um, but anyways, the, the, la- the part I really wanted to touch on was this last bit of this verse. Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies, for it is ever with me. This pertains directly to what we're talking about today. Today's conversation is all about how we know who is friend, who is foe. What is foe? <laughs> to put it succinctly, what is foe? That's our math statement for the day. Um, find foe instead of find mm-hmm. X. We, we find foe. Um, <laughs> so to find X in this equation, um, we have to know God's commandments. Your commandments make me wiser than my enemies. What does that insinuate? First of all, we have enemies. Mm-hmm. First of all, we are not here on this earth as pacifists. We are not here on this earth to sit back, relax, and enjoy the world going to hell in a handbasket, <laughs> right? <laughs> we have enemies. That, that is made abundantly clear throughout scripture. So we have enemies. How do we know who is foe and who is not, and how do we know how to fight them? It tells us right here, your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies, for it is ever with me. So today in our conversation, we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be highlighting what is friend, what is foe, who is friend, who is foe, mm-hmm. what does that look like on a cultural level? But remember, at the heart of it, we know who is friend and foe because the commandment of God makes us wiser yeah. than all our enemies. And with Yeah, that,
1: anyway, and, and uh, you know. First, was confused by this as to what I, what I, what I wanted to do with. There this were like show. three things. He yeah, sent
0: me a text, yeah. and he's like, "Hey, this is the title. What do you think?" And I'm like, yeah. "Oh, is it this? Oh, is it this? Is it this?" And he's like, "You're not quite getting it. Let me explain."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he now finally got it before the pre-show. I, so I think so. <laughs> I do. I want you to start out, and this is what I want to make the title. Uh, not the entire thing, just the one short excerpt. I want to start out with a a hook or a thing to make you surprised, right? But Fuck I want to I want to qualify. I want to make sure people understand what I'm talking about, so I'm going to quickly um give you a short statement after it to make sure that you understand what I'm talking about. But <laughs> <laughs> here's Without further ado, let me go into my, my <laughs> speech. Um, but um, speech, speech, speech. Yeah, speech. yeah. What I wanted to say is that the left is not our enemy, right? Or at least, right. They should not be the definition as to what makes them an enemy. I am not fully saying that the left themselves, right, are cannot be the enemy. I am saying that. When we are done fighting the left, when that when that present darkness that is the left right now is taken away, we cannot just say, let's sit back, relax, the enemy is taken care of. Mm. No. They're not the enemy. The enemy is much larger than who they are. Mm. But what is that? Who is that? Um something the Babylon Bee did. Um it was it was I think it was uh the the pronouns baseball pronouns in baseball
0: yeah um
1: yeah the the coach was trying to this there was this new coach who was trying to figure out all the kids on the team and stuff <laughs> and he was saying he him she her you know <laughs> using all the wrong pronouns apparently yeah. uh, and one of the pronouns was they and he got confused cuz the the person was like uh they told us to, or they did uh, made rules so that we have to do this, and and the 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 other coach is like, "They who? Who are you talking about?" And he's and the the person responds, "We don't know who they are. We just have to listen to them," <laughs> right? and that is so funny because it's true. It's very true that. We don't know who the enemy is. They. Mm. We use this nebulous "they." Who is that? Yeah. We yeah. we we give these personifications that we have in our current culture, like Nancy Pelosi, uh, Joe Biden. We have the left, the Democrats. We say these things, but we don't know why they are the enemy. What makes them the people who we're shooting arrows at? Mm. And the whole point of this conversation is so that when you go out there as a Christian fighting this cultural war, fighting fighting for the kingdom, that we're not going out with bows and arrows and hitting friends. So that we understand who the enemy is. So that when we knock an arrow and we fire it, we know it's going straight into an enemy. That's what's happening. And we're not uh, friendly firing against uh, someone close just because we think that they're wrong and with that i do have and you know i do you have something to say bruce before i continue
0: no i i sort of do go ahead if if you were looking for an introduction to begin Mm -hmm. answering this question i have an introduction for you (laughs) but you might already have that so i don't want to uh steal your thunder if you've already got An introduction to this i was
1: gonna go i was gonna start going into stuff so go ahead
0: okay okay well all i was gonna say so jacob set up this question really well we're taking a long time with this question because we want to we want to make sure that we understand what it is we're answering here right because what we're not saying is that the democratic party and the left and the socialists Mm -hmm. and the communists we're not saying that they're not evil they are evil Right. what they're doing is horrific what they're doing to this once great nation is evil. Um, but they're not what we're fighting directly. Yes. Yeah. In, in yeah. order to fight the actual enemy, we have to go through them first. They're like the front lines of the enemy's attack on, on us and on God. But, but we have to get through the front lines. So we do fight the left. But they're just the front lines. There's a whole lineup behind them. And to yeah. start answering this question, I think the best answer comes from Christ himself. Matthew 12, verses 30. Uh, and let me see, just verse 30, and then I'm going to move down to verse 33. Matthew twelve thirty says, Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. And then down mm-hmm. to verse 33, we find either make the, uh, either make the tree good, And it's fruit good or make the tree bad and it's fruit bad for the tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers. How can you speak good when you are evil for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks the good person out of his good treasure brings forth good Mm -hmm. and the evil person out of his evil treasure brings forth evil. I tell you on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak for by your words, you will be justified and your words and by your words, you will be condemned. And there's more, obviously. Mm-hmm. But this begins to answer the question, who is evil? What
1: is to, evil? To put this, as, as we're continuing on with this militaristic uh, analogy, uh, I thought this was really interesting. I was just thinking of this. Um, but Christ was like a sniper, right? They have one shot, but a powerful shot. Not in, I'm not, I don't, there's problems with this analogy, obviously, but (laughs) it's not perfect, but, um, but the sniper always has to focus on the main target, focus on the most valuable target, who, who can they take out that will actually be, that will actually destroy the enemy, right? And that's typically generals. That's typically people in power who actually has say over their of yeah, over their take army. out the
0: leadership and the pawns yeah. scurry around. Mm-hmm. They don't know what to do. They lose their f- and, function and their rigidity.
1: And you can see it there, right? At, literally in that verse, I, w- I was reading that verse because I literally wanted to bring up the same exact thing that you were oh, saying. Verse. <laughs> I, uh, I was reading through that whole passage. And Sorry. I I saw the exact thing about the fruit. No, it's fine. It, it was said anyways. That's that's the whole point. Great. <laughs> but, um, but throughout the entire thing, it's saying, uh, one of the parts it says, Christ knowing their heart, mm. knowing, knowing what they actually thought, not just their surface level words, knowing them. He he attacked their heart, calling them evil, whereas. Mm. If you look at their words on the surface, they seem good. They don't seem good. They at least seem neutral, right? Obviously, they can't be neutral, but they don't seem like they are evil. They do not seem like a demon or the devil.
0: And that's an interesting point that you bring up, is that they seemed neutral, and Mm -hmm. Christ reasserts the fact that there is no Neutrality, yeah, like that's kind of yeah. what this whole verse is. If you are not with me, you are against me. Right? That 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 line in Star Wars always bugs me because it's like only a Sith deals in absolutes. Well, no, no, sorry, that's your postmodernism uh, peeking through there. Um, that's you know, postmodernism is the idea that there is no wrong, there is no right. It's just uh, mm-hmm. it's just whatever. We can't know. There is no ultimate source of truth, right? Well, that's yeah. a lie. That's a, a demonic lie. Um, there is ultimate truth and it's the word of God and so this here is Christ reasserting that there is no neutrality if you're not with him you are yeah. by definition against him against which is yes. why so many people are like why can't you just get along as Christians why can't you just let it be why do you have to you know push your worldview onto other people why do you have to be blah 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 all this stuff John Brennan, the dude is incredible because that's literally mm-hmm. what he does all day long <laughs> If you're not already following him on Facebook, you are missing out on the riot of your life, both comedically and also like realistically. Like people get (laughs) really, really mad at him yeah, um, because he is not backing down. And he addresses this head on. He's like, no, Christians are trying to push their worldview onto you. Yep. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Sorry. We're just not doing it at the end of a barrel of a gun like you do. We're not doing what you do and murdering millions of innocent babies in the womb for your religion. We're not doing what you do and locking millions of people in their houses for your religion. Yeah, We're not doing what you do and saying that all human beings are filth and carbon that needs to be eliminated to save the, quote unquote, save the planet. That's your religion. We don't do that here. Our weapons are not of the flesh. And yet, have power to destroy strongholds. Yeah. Anywho, with that, I got a little derailed, but go ahead, Jake.
1: (laughs) Um, to I did want to finally say with my analogy and continue on, if we can get back to that train for a second. um, Yeah. That Christ, being the sniper, right in this scenario, took his shot, and he aimed it at Satan's head. Right. (laughs) Satan is taken down. Yeah. and what is the enemy doing the enemy is scattering mm. now we have to pick up the pieces now we have to rally bring the enemy together and and cat and ca- encapsulate them in hell keep them there there's their prison because they decided to to side with Satan and he lost yeah. so yep um yep. but there are multiple things that make someone an enemy to God most importantly, is breaking his law. And I, I I have to say from that verse, from exactly that verse, right, what makes you an enemy to God, and if we're looking purely at the verses Bruce just brought up, God is saying that your actions, your fruit, define you as an enemy or not. Right? You will either be a good tree or a bad tree tree and your actions what you do it's not just and i understand this will be controversial to people but it's not just a faith right you are saved by faith but your justification is through works sanctification sorry sanctification sanctification <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Uh, Is through works, right? You have to show that you're actually doing something for the army, right? You have to actually show that you're actually providing something. Yeah. We cannot... And
0: to get one thing clear, yes, we are Calvinists, and yes, we recognize that there are no good works apart from the spirit. Mm -hmm. So that's there. But what Jake's trying to get at here controversially... Um, this is fine. I mean, you know, it's good. Um, but he's, he's technically right. But yeah, what he's getting at is a faith without works is dead as James said. So Mm -hmm. some people say, uh, show me, uh, I will uh, show me your faith. And James is like, I will show you my faith through my works. Mm -hmm. Um, you have to be active. You have to be someone who is showing your thankfulness to god through what you do that doesn't yeah. mean that's how you're saved right i can't believe i have to say that i mean hopefully we all get that by now i feel like this is one of those theological battles that we've been like fighting for so long and it's like okay we get it
1: <laughs> yeah
0: we're moving on we've, now
1: <laughs> we've pendulum swinged the other way to where we're now in a martin luther cloud uh yes
0: Yes, and, which is great. That's not to diminish right, Martin exactly, like, work exactly. at all. It's not yep. to diminish uh, Protestantism and why we separated from the Catholic Church and why we got back on track doctrinally. Like, that's not to diminish. I'm qualifying here. In case you I know. know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like right now is that what's happening is I'm saying something and then you're like, no, <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, we still want this show. Enough. Stop, don't. <laughs>
0: Don't leave people. Yeah, people are gonna be like, "You believe in workspace yeah. salvation," and I'm gonna have to go. No, I explained this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we <Yeah>. don't. <laughs> but Jacob's point is a vital one for today, because so many Christians want to live in that little pocket and fight yeah. that that fight, that little internal battle of no, no, no. We're saved by faith alone and Christ alone, uh, Scripture alone. We want we want the five solas, and that's it. We don't want the five yeah. solas to change how we view the world. We want it to stop there. And we just want to have those little internal, we want to be armchair theologians and have those little internal battles and not let the five yeah. solas affect what we do. And that's, that's the problem we're addressing right now. That's what Jacob's saying. Take mm-hmm. the five solas and use them to get to work. Take the five solas, rely on the spirit of God the Holy Spirit working through you to get to work, as James says, show your faith through your works,
1: yeah, so. so I do want to kind of end with, and I feel like we're we're wrapping up here and ending i hopefully this this will be a decent wrap up to where I will give more to you so you understand what we're saying, but also culminate it and bring it all together in one final point let's look at a few examples and talk about them as to whether they're friend or foe because right we have the democratic party right easy example evil as we were talking about what we were talking about why But let's continue on with the examples, and hopefully, if you don't understand it up until now, you will derive it from context. The Republican Party. Now, this is where we get into something tricky, right? Because it depends on who in the Republican Party. Yeah. We can pretty much say, for the Democratic Party, that anybody who is in that, you are claiming to believe what the Democratic Party says. And what the Democratic Party says yeah. is wrong.
0: It's Absolutely
1: yep. wrong and is evil. Therefore yep. evil, right? What the Republican Party says is not necessarily evil. It may have some misguided concepts, but it is not overall evil. There are evil people in it. And I do have to say that. That and And it's becoming more and more so. I would say at this Foundation point we are, eroding. Yes. I would say at this point, while we have a decent amount of Christians, if not all of Republicans being Christian, I don't think I can say that. Um but yeah. but I think there is a decent uh thing to say is that there are still people in the Republican Party that are evil. And I would go as far to say that at least 50% are. And are we saying, and here it goes on to another example, are we saying that, that people who go to church, right, and are just going to church because it was traditional, are we saying those people are evil? Right, and that that's a hard one, and yeah. uh, because are we? In, and here's where we get down to: Are can other so, Christians be evil? Yes or no? My,
0: my quick quick two cents on that. Yeah, those people are not evil, but they are part of the problem. Yes, they they two, those two things can be true at the same time. Mm-hmm. They're not evil. They're not going to hell, right? If mm-hmm. they're actually saved but they are a part of the problem. Like they are legitimately yeah. the reason for part of the reason, a large part of the reason for why we're in the situation we're in today. So does that make them evil? No. Are they pawns yeah. of a larger, I don't know. I would say that the result of a, of modernity, what we talked about in angels and the architecture, but they're not the root cause. So, right. We have about one minute left. So, Jake, if you wanted to wrap this up with a final... I know, we talked about so much today.
1: So, (laughs) I do want to wrap it up. Wrap it up saying that even if these people are evil, right, we do use militaristic language and analogies, right? But we do not go out killing these people, right? Yeah. Unlike the and i'm 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 assuming muslims i'm saying muslims um but if i'm wrong i will admit that but what i'm saying is the people who believe in infidels and that when you are an infidel you should be killed right yeah. it literally in their quran in the quran i think it's the quran <laughs> uh it literally says that infidels are to be killed right yeah, you can, and and even it says that you can deceive the infidels to believe that you're the you're, they're your friend, to get closer to them, to kill them, to get rid of them, which and, is horrific, right? And that's not what we believe. We do yeah, not, it's not believe, even close. right? And so many people think that though. So many mm-hmm. people think that we that because we do not like transgenderism because we disagree with it. We want them all dead, yeah, and yep. that's completely not true. Yep, something Doug Wilson said, and I think Bruce would be better saying this than me, but I'm the one talking, so <laughs> um, say it. Um, but Doug Wilson, in response to a mother saying that her child was gay, and Doug Wilson responded saying, "And I hope he, and I hope he uh, confesses and." Become saved like the rest of us. And, and I hope God saves them like the rest of us. There is a hope that these people will change and that things would be right. We do not hope that these people will die. We do not want that. We want to prolong their life as much as we possibly can so that because moment can us- happen, yes. so that they can be saved. Yep. Amen. And that's the ultimate goal.
0: Yep. The goal is for our foes to return to Christ. Yep, absolutely. And with that, dude, thank you so much for providing a very... Very stimulating conversation topic today. We hope it was stimulating to you in the audience as well. If it was and you disagree or agree with us or you're just neutral, <laughs> <laughs> you send us an email Yippee. and you say you're neutral. We're going to refer you to the beginning of this episode. No kidding. Um, <clears throat> send your emails to trdshow at com. We'd love to hear from you about what you thought about this conversation and maybe the, the rest of the episodes this week. Also check out our show website, which is trdshow.net. If you want to find all of our episodes and watch them for free on a platform that will not censor us because it's ours, you can go to trdshow.net slash episodes and watch all of our episodes there for free. You can also search through all of our previous episodes, and we're adding new features, hopefully soon. Uh, that's uh, that's on me as the lead engineer, <laughs> only engineer. And hopefully I get some of those out soon, which would be and, great. And I have to
1: say, he has a lot on his plate, so please do not expect <laughs> much.
0: Well, thanks. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And I do not mean that in reference to quality. His quality is amazing. (laughs) Don't expect much. Don't don't expect everything to come out in two seconds.
0: Yeah, there's, uh, yeah, I got a lot to do. So, anywho, go to our show website, check that out. Thank you, Jacob. And um, yeah, thank you all so, so much for watching. And uh, we hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Hope you have a wonderful Lord's Day. And we will see you on Monday. And until then, remember, everyone. In all that you do, do it as unto the Lord.